Welcome back to another episode of the One of Our Studio ZSL podcast. And today is about morale problems, baby. So here we go, people. What we're going to be getting into is a couple of things, okay? And it's in regards to, let's say, uh, underperforming sales team. All right. So basically, Gabriel Tate. Okay, well, I'm sorry, Gabrielle Take is a marketing director for this FIS systems, right? So she sent an email to this guy by the name of Anton, the sales manager, and uh, let's just say it wasn't the best. Okay, now I'm going to read this email that she had sent to him in regards to the sales quarters for quarter two and quarter three. Now she said, Anton, I'm rather concerned that your unit has failed to meet its sales quotas for the second quarter running. Of course, I understand that in the present financial climate, we're all struggling to grow our client base, but your team is now significantly underperforming in comparison with our other sales units. I suggest we meet sometime tomorrow morning to discuss this. Incidentally, I've heard rumors that your team are having morale problems again. Some of your egos, or I'm sorry, some of your reps not doing their fair share of work, others overloaded, and people generally unhappy with the quality of the leads they're getting from our telemarketing team. If this is true, it's no wonder the sales figures are down. You might want to hold a motivation session quite soon, because I'm sure I don't need to remind you that low morale in a sales unit is fatal. Let me know when you're free to meet tomorrow morning. Now, I don't like threats. I do not like threats, okay? Uh, Because again, I'm sure I don't need to remind you that low morale in a sales unit is fatal. It's just like when I said I didn't want to have the meeting in regards to the ridiculous racial discrimination I was getting into, what was it, probably in October, I believe. Yeah, it had to be October of 2017. And he said, if you want to continue working here, we're going to have to have that meeting. Right then and there, in my mind, I quit. Three months later, I was officially out of there. Two months later, less than two months later, I ended up moving to Bangkok. And so it goes to show you that I do not take threats lightly. There has to be ways where managers can understand compromise. Now, the problem is a lot of people are just so rude. You know, and especially if they're very demanding, very pushy, very controlling. I don't work in controlled environments like that. So it's kind of like when I was working for a bank out here, there was one lady who was like, oh, students should speak more of this, speak more of that. I I did a phenomenal job, but she was such a grumpy old lady that I say, you know what, for the money that you give me for everything that I'm being paid, For the emails and all the outside paperwork I got to do, this is really not even worth it. It just isn't. And so just last year, my friend, she tried coming to me and said, hey, Arsenio, uh, I was wondering if you could do a special project with them again. She's like, oh, but they're only giving you this much. I said, excuse me, that much? She said, yeah. I said, and uh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No way. No way, no how. But she said, oh, okay, I'll get back in contact with you because I didn't say no at the time. But then again, finally, I said, okay, I don't want to do any of this ridiculous ass paperwork. I'm done with it. Forget about it. And so I'm very grateful that I actually put my foot down in some of these situations 
Because now if you're going to pay me very minimal and I have to do so much work outside, the time, the energy, the return, the money, especially in the sanity are, are just very, very low. So basically what ended up happening in this situation, Anton ended up having a very tense discussion with Gabrielle the following day. And so he decides to meet up with his team to talk about this the next day. And so what you're going to hear is what does he do during this meeting? Does he blame people, refuses to listen, makes threats, loses his temper, divides the team, becomes abusive? Now, with those six things, you already know what's coming. It's going to be a little bit ugly. So let's see what happens here. And again, to be honest with you, some of you may have gone through this same very problem. So here we go. Three, two, one. Those are our sales figures for the last quarter. And I don't need to tell you what they were like for Q2, because you already know. They were just as lousy. So that makes six months running, we have failed to meet our targets. I just came out of a meeting with Gabrielle this morning, and she wants answers. And frankly, so do I. Yes, Alan? It's the leads. They're no good. We can't... Alan, I don't want to hear any more complaints mm -hmm. about the leads, okay? Those are quality leads. If you can't close on those leads, if you can't secure the business, that's your fault. Now, what is going wrong, people? Because I may as well tell you, if this goes on, all our jobs are on the line. I think part of the problem is that we're also massively overworked, Anton. Since the sales units were downsized, everyone's been under an enormous amount of pressure. Tony here's had almost no training. Don't bring me problems, Heather. Bring me solutions. All the units were downsized, not just ours. Yes, but you know our units got some of the company's biggest clients. So when we lose one of those, it makes a big difference to our figures. Heather, please, this is not doing any good. Now, I know you've probably been the best performer these last two quarters. You're mostly meeting your targets, sometimes exceeding them. One or two others, however, are simply not pulling their weight. Oh, now, wait a minute. You know I had some personal problems. Not now, Alan, please. Look, everybody, it's no good making excuses. I know times are tough, but we're slipping badly. Gabrielle thinks, and I'm beginning to agree with her, that increasing basic salaries for all units was a mistake. And we should consider going back to a mostly commission-based system for underperforming units. You mean other teams are going to be making more than us? Those that make their targets will, yes. But that's absolutely... No, 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 look everybody, please, can we all just calm down? It's not going to help if we all start losing our tempers. Yeah, okay, so there it is. So guys, come on. It's not going to work if we all start losing our tempers. Well, if you're not even listening to their teammates, if you're not even listening to them about the quality of leads, if you can't even empathize knowing that Alan literally lost his grandfather, like that right there is some of the most piss poor leadership one could ever imagine. And to be honest, you know, uh, again, a lot of us have to deal with these types of things on a routine basis and whatnot. And 
again, it is often very difficult because when you're dealing with people who just lack that empathy, there's no getting your points across. And, you know, this reminds me of that foolish ass fake pseudo boss that I had to deal with a while back. And, you know, anytime I said, okay, but do you get this? Do you understand this? And I said, but I met all my targets. I could do this. He kept saying, I don't think you're as good as you say you are. And I'm like, dude, look at the facts. He didn't want to look at the facts. See, there was no winning over in a meeting that was so heated and it was just senseless attacks towards your best performer. And from that point forward, I said, okay, goodbye. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this anymore. And it was the greatest decision I ever made. Now, some of you may not be into the, in, in that position, but to be honest with you, if you've been in a discussion like this where he's blaming his team, but yet you're the manager, you should point blame at you first. And again, how would he or should he approach the meeting instead? And that's one of the biggest key takeaways, because, again, obviously, he's not approaching it from an objective way. He's just approaching it from a very like a way of just just attacking his employees and threatening them and not listening. There it is. This is how teams ultimately have morale problems. I've discussed with you on so many different occasions where I was in that meeting where these old men were just shouting at one another. And what was accomplished? Absolutely nothing. So what we're going to be doing in the next follow-up session, we're going to be talking about and doing a motivation session. Like, how could you motivate your team instead of blaming and deflecting blame and not listening and being abusive and stuff like that. How could you switch that? And that's what we're going to be discussing in the next podcast. So with that being said, people, I'll be seeing you then over and out.